When I talk to people about getting their MBAs, most of their focus is around gaining new technical skills like financial modeling or something similar. I strongly believe that connecting with classmates and creating new memories with those friends is far more important than learning how to be an Excel jockey. Bill Schlau is a perfect example of this. He's held the role of Chief Information Officer for the San Francisco Giants since our graduation 25 years ago. It's no surprise that Bill and I chat about the importance of sports. And I love the power that sports has on fans, on the athletes, on kids, the confidence, being a good teammate, perseverance, grit, persistence to be the best. I, I love all these things and, and the lessons you learn from sports and, and how it can make you successful in life. And, and I'm just passionate about it. And it's just fun. I incorrectly assumed that Bill, a former collegiate two-sport athlete and Olympics employee, seeks athletes in his hiring. And, and see who you are. And I want to hear humility in that interview. For me, I hire service first, folks who are there to serve others. And I want amazing references. We talk about the real-life challenges COVID presented as he simultaneously navigated keeping his kindergartner on task on Zoom classes and dialing into his executive staff meetings via Zoom. One time I was at the kitchen table during an important executive team meeting with our owner and our CEO and others. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking and I got shot in the face with a Nerf dart. Bill shares a very creative approach to a painfully difficult conversation with an employee, one we've all encountered, but likely haven't addressed head on. I had someone, this is not a boss, it's someone who, who worked with me who had personal hygiene issues. And others would bring it to me, but nobody had the courage to bring it to this person. I, I know it's hard for people to change, but people have blind spots. And this person had a blind spot about their personal hygiene. And I felt it was my duty as a leader to help this person gain awareness of that and hopefully address it. The goal isn't to tell the person they have a person personal hygiene problem. The goal is to help them fix it. And so how do you find the best way to help them come to the realization and help them recognize the issue and want to fix it? He shares stories about experiences with stellar and not-so-stellar bosses, and his eternally optimistic perspective about learning from each. I think most of my friends who became entrepreneurs, I think it's because they had bad bosses early in their careers, and they're like, I can't work for somebody like this. Well, I was fortunate to have a lot of great bosses, and when I had a bad boss, I was like, okay, well, that's what I don't want to be. Every time I went into the room with him in a group meeting, or anyone did, we came out of that meeting knowing two things. One, he's the smartest person we know, smartest person in every room. And two, we lost that meeting. He won the meeting. He wins every meeting because he's the smartest guy in the room and he's also the boss. That was Those were terrible leadership traits. My current boss, Larry Bear, our CEO, every meeting I go into with him, I walk out. The door could be closed and I would run through the door for him because that's the kind of leader he is. He builds me up and he empowers me to take on any challenge and encourages me to do that. And that probably is the smartest guy in the room, but you would never think that because that's not the image he portrays. And there's, I think it's a Ralph Nader quote. The function of leadership is to produce more leaders, not more followers. In order to do that, you got to let go and focus on others as opposed to yourself. 
I've been curious to see how remote work impacts long-term innovation. Bill supports my thesis that being in person is critically important to keeping the flywheel of innovation spinning. You know, a big part of work is is being in the office with each other and interacting and collaborating. And I miss that so much. And Zoom is cool, but it's not the same. But when I'm in the office, we're much more innovative. We're creative. We get to know each other better. We're more collaborative. So everybody talks about how efficient COVID has been. It's true. It's been incredibly efficient. But we're not innovating. Bill's an incredible mentor and reveals that he loves giving back and particularly loves expressing his gratitude with the mentors in his life. I track a lot of things. One of the things is I track is how many people, how many students or people have I talked to, you know, in informational interviews or mentorship. And I try to do at least 30 a year. And if you add that up over a 20-year career, that's 600 people. Those people have gone on to do amazing things. I love going back to teachers and telling them the impact they had on my life because that's the most rewarding thing you can hear as a teacher. I so love that. I got to bring my English teacher from high school to the ballpark. He's in Michigan and he came out. I got to bring him to the ballpark and walk him around and just share with him and let him know that I am where I am today because of my English teacher and just so cool to share that with him. This episode is truly inspirational as Bill is a down-to-earth executive with such rich and deep insights to share with anyone looking to break into the C-suite. Thanks for tuning in to Mentor DNA.